0: Welcome to the Spirit School of Ministry podcast, where we discuss discipleship in everyday life. Hey, everyone! We're glad you're with us today. This is Pastor Bob. He wanted to be introduced first, so Hi. he's here with Hi, <laughs> with uh, <laughs> me and with Pastor David. Who's me? Hey.
1: <laughs> me? Oh, Pastor Liz. They know who yes. I am. Oh, oh, you're, yeah. you're you're notable.
0: I'm yeah, well, I'm the only. Uh, <laughs> The only woman on this podcast. So if they don't know my voice by now, I don't You're know what, also to, the what only to tell sane them. One
1: on this yeah. Well, that's debatable. We that <laughs> it maybe
0: uh, it's a mm. spectrum of maybe sanity, I think, end, here. Maybe at
1: the end of this podcast, they'll know the yeah. truth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe.
0: All right. So today, Gosh. we wanted to talk to you about encouragement. Mm. Yeah. You know, we bring a lot of subjects. Uh, that are challenging and have lots of conviction in them. And, you know, we all walk away a little sliced up, but today we're going to (laughs) bring the encouraging word of the Lord because Mm. we need to be encouraged. Right, Pastor Bob?
1: Absolutely.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Pastor Bob loves to encourage people. Positively. (laughs) It's one of his spiritual gifts. It's like (laughs) talking talking into the microphone. Talking into the
1: microphone. Thank you. (laughs) Yes.
0: This is really one of his core values: is to encourage people yes. as much as possible.
1: Absolutely, <laughs> <laughs> he, does it, he does you, it in I his own you way. To keep saying good things. Yeah. <laughs> okay, all yeah. right. Well, Pastor David wants to get in on some of the encouragement. Yeah, he will. You
2: look amazing today, Bob. <laughs> thanks. So thanks. do you, Liz. <laughs> oh, thank
1: you.
2: So do thank you, Rose. <laughs> <laughs> so do I. Okay.
1: I like to, to encourage
2: myself in the Lord, my You're, God. This is oh, because
1: He's gosh. David, right? right I mean he has a lot of the same
0: uh, it is because
2: encouragement encouragement, it means putting heart in someone oh so if you don't have encouragement you don't have your heart
0: like a tin
2: man ooh you're like the tin man tin man yeah that illustrates it really well (laughs) I love it there's a lot of tin man Christians out there (laughs) wow that's good that'll preach that was encouraging Are they the Tin Man or
1: the Cowardly? I was waiting. I was wondering how long it would be before we got into movies. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Well, you know,
0: as Holy Spirit inspires, we just (laughs) follow him, listen to his words, or some
1: spirit. Yes. Yes.
0: (laughs) Well, yeah, I like uh, encouragement. Really, is about like infusing courage into someone, right? It's Mm -hmm. putting courage on the inside of Mm -hmm. them, which is really an important thing Mm -hmm. when you're talking about living, uh, trying to live a godly life. You got to have a little bit of courage,
1: huh? You have to have a lot of courage. Yeah. You Mm -hmm. know, because. Christianity is a little bit of a risk-taking adventure. Mm. And if you don't have courage, then you probably won't do Christianity. You'll do something else. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Well, and God so. is an encourager. Like I reminded when he came to Joshua, right? And he encouraged him.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, yes. cause
0: he's like, I can't do this thing. I don't have what it takes. And God comes and he encourages and puts courage mm-hmm. on the inside of you, but it's always about who he is, not about who you are necessarily. That's mm-hmm. like where I think real courage comes from.
2: Absolutely. Yeah, four times in Joshua 1, it says, be, be yeah. strong and very courageous. Mm-hmm. And in Hebrew, the repetition was the emphasis. So it's like, be strong, be strong, be strong. You think of him going louder every time he's saying it. Um, And the fourth one was through another Israelite. So three, it was God directly to Joshua. And once it was another Israelite. And prior to that, it was Moses. Yeah, he exactly. So
1: he's encouraged by Moses, by God, and by Israel, by his people around him. So it's very encouraging. Encouragement comes from a whole lot of directions. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I think we're... Uh, we might seize today on more because we're actually going to bring everybody's scriptures today as well, oh, right? That's a great right? idea. That's what we're going to do. And so we want to go over some of those scriptures that mean something to us. But um, but that encouragement is is it comes from God, yes, but it comes from people also. It has to.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, Um, Yeah, our heart today is really to bring you the Word of God for you. So we're going to be speaking a lot directly to you. We want you to actually like position yourself to receive encouragement from the Lord today. Like This session is for you to be encouraged from God, from His Word. Mm -hmm. And um, so we're going to bring the Word to you and and discuss what it's been meaning to us. Wonderful. Because we've been receiving encouragement from the Lord also. So Mm -hmm. Pastor David, why don't you jump in?
2: All right, well, the one I'm going to start off with is 1 Corinthians 10.13, and it says, No temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. God is faithful, and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability, but with the temptation he will also provide a way of escape that you may be able to endure it. And I wanted to speak to those out there that are going through a time of testing, and it seems like you're just being crushed. You're just being slaughtered day after day after day. And it doesn't feel like an overcoming life. It feels like you're tempted to just give up, throw in the towel. What good is any of this? And it says God is faithful. That's the word of encouragement, that God is Lord over the temptation. What Satan intends to tempt you so that you'll fall, God allows as a test to draw out the gold that is in you. And to endure is really the goal within temptation. A lot of people will read this scripture and they'll stop a little bit early. They go, no temptation has overtaken you except it's common to man. God is faithful He'll make a way of escape and they stop. Mm-hmm. But it actually says he'll make a way of escape that you may be able to endure. And that's to me, like that's the way out is to endure, to get through that, to come through the trial. It doesn't mean it's going to be easy. And that's the an encouragement too is like, Sometimes we think if God is with us, then the road will be smooth. But the road could be very hard, as Jesus himself taught. The road could be very hard. It could be crushing. It could be a pressurized road. Uh, But the Lord's giving you the grace to endure. He's giving you the grace. And through that, he's forging and shaping something in you uh, that will be um, a stronger character, someone that you can find self-worth at the end of it, that by grace, he took you through it, and you know he's going to take you through the next one and the next one, and the next one, because Satan is not Lord over your situation. Not even other people are Lord over your situation. Mm -hmm. The people that are bringing discouragement in some way, whether intentionally or not, they're not Lord over the situation. God is faithful, and he won't allow a situation to come in to your life that he won't give you the grace to endure through that situation. And so this is where the word of God comes in because the word gives endurance and gives encouragement as well. So we want to continue to speak life into you and realize that you will come through this temptation. You will not fall, but you will rise to the test through his grace. That's wonderful.
0: Pastor Bob?
1: I just I like that <laughs> because I know that God's uh Faithful God to walk mm-hmm. you through all that, so that's uh, that's very encouraging, actually, in some thank many ways. You. Thank you. Yeah, thank I, you, God. <laughs> yeah. It's it's not only encouraging people that are listening, but also ourselves. Right? We don't need uh, encouragement. Uh, yes, we're good. Right? We're good. We're, we're, good, we're right? spiritual we're leaders. Yes, we, we never probably need encourage it. your leaders. That's a good. <laughs> yeah. that's a good. Maybe place. good for sure. advice for, for sure. That is a good place to start. <laughs> well, uh, the scripture I have uh, that ministers to me is out of Psalms 1, 1 through 3. And it says, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he does shall pr- prosper. Mm. And it's such that's such an, I mean, for me, uh, I know when we discussed about, hey, let's do encouragement today, immediately this psalm came to my mind. And I thought, oh, that's a really encouraging sign because it's really God. Uh, I believe this is God speaking as well as the psalmist speaking to us directly, saying, hey, uh, you know, if you plant yourself by me. <laughs> by the river of life, um, things are gonna happen in your life, there, there's gonna be this uh, abundance that comes out of your life um, that's gonna be able to, you know, be, you know, it's gonna be green, it's gonna be have fruit, it's gonna mm-hmm. feed, it's gonna shade, it's gonna, it, so many things are, are uh, uh, transmitted through these scriptures, and, uh, the, but the very beginning of it is blessed mm. is the man, and I thought, oh, wow, it's like the blessing of the Lord, on this. It's like just if you do this, um God'll just bless you. And you know, when I speak to people out there listening is like sometimes we just get our mind on God. Like just like blessed how blessed we are in him. And I know that's tough when we're in the middle of things. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I believe that how David, King David, you know, psalmist, he encouraged himself in the Lord was that he actually you know, in the middle of his circumstances. You can't erase your, your conditions and circumstances, right. Right? right? But in the middle of that, he went, he brought his sight above that to see the blessing of the Lord mm-hmm. and see who he was in God. Mm-hmm. Because he's he's declaring, like we should in our lives, that we, you know, that we are that that person. We are this 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 blessed man uh whose delight is in the Lord. Mm. I mean and and uh you know that's uh that we're planted Mm-hmm. Uh, those are like tremendous things and and when you really get to thinking about the whole bible <laughs> you understand that oh yeah number one when you come to jesus you're really blessed mm-hmm. it's like you you got blessed in a way you could never do no matter what you did you can't uh, you can't uh earn that mm-hmm. and then uh you're planted in him you know you're your bone of his bone and flesh of his flesh. Nothing's changing that. You're you're planted, regardless of the situation and circumstances. So those that thing, like I said, those scriptures just immediately encouraged me, and I thought, yeah, that's what I would share first. Yeah. One of the things I share. That's awesome. Yeah,
0: I love that. But the, the leaves won't wither, right? And no, it's always fruit. Just no matter <sighs> the season that happens, like that. Yeah. Is, that is a really encouraging thing. That no, uh-huh. your. Ability to be fruitful and to be healthy yes. and to be strong does not depend on any external circumstance. That's so good. It just depends on being planted by the river uh-huh. of the Lord and drinking life from Him, you know, and right. that, that will never dry up. Like that's an, inc- that's like a really encouraging. I actually not- think
1: that's a, like a, a revelation the Lord just gave you, by the way. And I know you probably have thought about that before, but he, um, a lot of times we talk about going through seasons in our life. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people might go through a season and where they feel discouraged. But in reality, what God is saying in these scriptures is that it's seasonless, mm-hmm. <laughs> like right. where whatever season it you're in. The leaves don't wither. Mm-hmm. The fruit comes. Mm-hmm. There's always that because you're planted by him, yeah. within him, mm-hmm. and you're drawing from his life all the time, and not just the external life right. that's happening around you, the seasonal exactly. life. Right. Anyway. It, I think does, it, does say, it does say the fruit <laughs> in its season.
2: Yeah. But it also says the leaf does not wither. Right. And so that, to me, that's encouraging. There may be seasons of greater fruit. Mm -hmm. So you may be in a season that, Oh, I don't see much fruit on the branch, but your leaf doesn't have to wither. Right. The, the vine can still be supplying. The roots can still be in the water and your leaf does not have to die away. Um, Absolutely. Even as you're waiting for maybe a
1: greater measure
2: to come through. So I, I think that's really cool.
1: Yeah. You don't have to go to that total dormant season where you're, you know, everything, all the leaves are gone yeah. All the leaves are gone. <laughs> oh, <my. laughs> no, I always wanted to sing, anyway. <laughs> but, uh, but no, seriously, you, you, it's that season where the you know where you never lose that part of uh, your greenness, mm-hmm. your good your the goodness that comes directly from God. Mm-hmm. That's a really encouraging thing. It's always mm-hmm. springtime making I, all things new. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was another scripture I thought about is he does make all things new, you know, out of Revelation. Yeah. I mean it's like it's like it's a, it's a major it's a major promise from God. Yeah. Yeah it is. Uh, I mean it's yeah anyway. Yeah that's awesome. Bobby.
0: As you were talking I just was um just this thought came to me and I just want to just speak it out there as we continue Mm. through, but you have to make a choice to be encouraged. Like people can tell you Mm. all day long, like the good things. I don't know if you've ever been in this state where you're just like, you're determined to be discouraged. (laughs) Like you're just determined. (laughs) Like I'm just going to wallow for a little while. And no matter what anyone says, you cannot be encouraged. And I think it's just as we're going through and we're reading the Word of the Lord, <laughs> you have to make a choice to allow encouragement to come and to receive it into your yes. life. You know, so I just wanted to, yeah. to point I, can that. Can I speak out. a little bit yeah, to could. that?
1: There's an interesting component of that because I've noticed that even in my own life, if I am a you know, let's say I'm I'm discouraged about something, and I realize it's like a switch, mm-hmm. and and it's a it's a very distinct switch actually, mm-hmm. and I don't know if if people never. Uh, if some people don't ever like engage the switch they just think i'm in this state i I, it's who i am the external circumstances which can be horrific right we're not like we're not doing this pollyanna everything's beautiful no problem you know no it can be horrible i've been in horrible circumstances in my life but i also realize that switch is there Mm -hmm. and if i'm willing to Flip the switch in my soul, put my attention on him, Mm -hmm. then that's where my courage comes from. Mm -hmm. I look to the Lord from who my help comes. My help comes from the Lord. And there's this encouragement that come in. But if you won't flip the switch, Mm -hmm. if I won't flip that switch in my soul to be able to receive, it's, I keep myself there. I mean, I I hate to say it that way. I thought
2: about this the other day in the shower because I'm trying to do this thing for health benefits where you take a cold shower. But it's really (laughs) hard. So I get in the warm shower and there comes a moment that you turn the dial and you turn off the warm and then the cold hits you. Uh, Oh, you actually have to make that choice to like, uh, I'm going to come out of this nice, comfortable, warm, uh you know, for the sake of our example, this nice, warm, like sulking that I've been in. Yeah. And I'm just like self-pitying. And let me just flip that off and let me get the cold on me. And all of a sudden, like, you're just you're really awake. (laughs) You're you're almost like surfacing from death. (laughs) You feel like you're going to die, but also you feel alive again. Nice. And I think there is like that shock that like the word can give or that like even a prophetic word can give where you're so like comfortable, even like Jacob had said, he refused to be comforted. Right. He refused. Everyone rose up to comfort him and he had gone through something bad, but he refused. He wouldn't switch it. Like he wouldn't mm. flip that. He wouldn't open himself up to that. Um, so it's not going to feel good necessarily for you to start flipping that switch. But I, you know, we do want to advise people listening and invite, advise ourselves open it up, just see like maybe God really can pull you out of the bog. Maybe he can pull you out of that place and stick you somewhere that you can be planted. Mm -hmm. Um, But it, you know, it might be like discomforting at first. Yeah, Which might be a fog, shock, you know. It could shock you, shock yeah. your system,
0: or you'd be like, Why didn't I do this sooner? I've right? <laughs> <laughs> just been wobbling yeah. around down here. I will, yeah. never,
1: I will never turn on the cold water in my shower. I'm gonna tell you that right now, but Feels I think good. it's a great idea. And it wakes oh you up, gosh. it wakes you up good. <laughs> what do you got there, Liz? I'm gonna
0: read to you out of Psalm 138, mm-hmm. uh, this is verses three, seven, and eight. Although the whole psalm is good, but it says in the day when I cried, you answered me and you strengthened me with strength in my soul. Though I walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive me. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of my enemies and your right hand will save me. The Lord will perfect that which Mm -hmm. concerns me. Your mercy, O Lord, endures forever. Forsake not the works of your own hands. And again, you know, I think David, we've talked about him, but um, for all of his faults and weaknesses, he was a man that um, learned and developed the skill of um, drawing encouragement by reminding himself of who the Lord was Mm -hmm. and reminding himself of what the Lord had already done for him and proclaiming what God would do for him. And so we receive a lot of comfort and encouragement from his words, but... I just love these ones, um, that even in the middle of things, God Mm -hmm. is concerned with the state of your soul and he will reach out and he will deal with the the things that are around you. He will deal with the, um, the effects of the enemy on, Mm -hmm. on your life. Um, he stretches forth his hand against them and, um, reaches out with his mighty arm of salvation and, and, Mm -hmm. uh, and saves us. But I also love this, that the Lord will perfect that which concerns me. Like there is a surety that happens there Mm. that everything in my life, it's not just a Mm. chaotic, um, you know, like gamble. It is like God is going to bring it to a good end. He will do his perfect work in my life. He will... um, He will bring to fruition the things that he's spoken over me. Mm -hmm. And it's just a reminder. And again, you know, sometimes like we're in the middle of it, but it's like, this is actually the truth. That God is not someone who just overlooks. He's not someone that forgets. Mm -hmm. He's a God who sees. He's a God who reaches out. He will deal with the enemy in your life. Mm -hmm. That's a promise to you. So I just want to like speak that with surety over you. He will deal with the enemy in your life because that's who he is and it's his desire to do it. And he will perfect and complete everything that concerns you. It's who he is. So, um, we're just speaking the truth to you today and just let it soak. Even, even if your soul can't receive it right now, your spirit can, yeah, you Absolutely, you know, so just let that part of you, that, that God receptive part of you receive it and trust, um, that it will work itself out through the rest of your life. Yeah. I love it. Mm. He's yeah. a good God. A yeah. My yeah. turn now. Yeah. Sure.
2: All right. Okay. Here's one that mm-hmm. came into my, my heart. This is uh, said to the servant who got a yield from his five talents. He got five talents more. It says this, his master said to him, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a little. I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your master. And I want to encourage you by, again, just casting your thoughts ahead to eternity. When you stand before Jesus, whether you pass away or whether the Lord returns and you stand before him, if you've been faithful, you, you thought it was a small thing. You're like, oh man, it was just raising kids. It was just being a teacher. It was just being a plumber. It was just going to church. It was just whatever I, I was called to do. Oh, I was a pastor of a church. It was only 40 people. Oh, I was a youth pastor. We only had five kids. The Lord doesn't see it as that. He looks at you and he'll say, well done, good Mm -hmm. and faithful servant. Mm -hmm. You were faithful over a small thing. I will set you over much. Enter in the joy of your master. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that is where our joy is truly perfected. We have joy in this life. The kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. But how much more in the age to come when you see the approval in the eyes of your savior for your faithfulness in the small things. And so just be, to be encouraged today that the things you're doing that seem small, like washing the dishes for your family or, you know, just these yeah. little things. The Lord's like, well done, my good and faithful servant. Yeah. I saw that. Maybe nobody else appreciated you one bit for that. The Lord saw every bit of it. That's it's good. all worth it. To follow Jesus is all worth it. The Lord keeps these books of your deeds not for, not to be vindictive, but actually to be vindictive in rewarding you. <laughs> He's not going to mm-hmm. miss a single thing that could be rewarded. Yeah. And it's so important to him. And I just, I live, I live for this day and on my better days, <laughs> you know. And I, I just encourage us us all to live for this, the approval of the Lord on the last day. There's so many other things that we, we could look to for our approval, but just hear this. Hear Jesus say to you, close your eyes. Let, let his eyes connect to your eyes. And just hear, well done, good, faithful servant. I really want to hear that from his audible voice, and you will hear that if you just remain faithful in the small things. It, it is not small to him. So I just, I felt to to deliver that to you and just let you know that what people think of you now means absolutely nothing. <laughs> mm-hmm. What he says of you then means everything.
1: Yeah. Wow. Whew. Hey, I'm getting encouraged. <laughs> getting ministered to. <laughs> It's wonderful is it my turn no, oh wow <laughs> take whatever a deep you breath <laughs> yeah oh. or you yeah, can yeah. Prophesy i just yeah whatever prophesy whatever <laughs> i just you know it's just the, it's just so good the goodness of the lord and he's a good father and uh, like i hear mm-hmm. through the scriptures through your mouths and hearts but also from the heart of the lord that you know he's such a good father and he's caring he's reaching out and caring and he wants to encourage our hearts today, like he, mm-hmm. you know, and in the middle of uh, the storm, mm-hmm. yes. like in the middle of the big storms, like mm-hmm. ones that we are uh, so um, maybe we've grown accustomed to the storm, even mm-hmm. being there. Yeah. And God said, you know, He's like, yeah, I, I still got you. You know, I'm still with you in the storm. You haven't been, I haven't left you in that process because he's such a faithful father, like you're saying, and faithful God. And so I think it's important for us to hear that and for anyone listening to hear of the faithfulness of the Lord, Mm -hmm. of his goodness. Mm -hmm. Um, The scripture I have, the next one I have is out of Romans 10, verse 11. It says, for the scripture says, whosoever believes on him, will not be put to shame Mm -hmm. now i understand romans 10 and the whole all in most of romans that you know it's it's pointing a lot to salvation and you know basic salvation it's so good but In salvation is our whole life, including our our need for encouragement. Mm -hmm. Include, I mean, everything involved in that. And I just, and and I love this scripture. He says that you know, (laughs) I just, I love it. Just, he's he's like, whoever believes on him will not be put to shame you know you're not going to be like pressed down and feel bad and ashamed i mean if you go study what all that means this this uh thing we take on ourselves which comes with discouragement and he's saying hey be encouraged because with me because just because you believe Mm -hmm. in me Mm you don't You know, you don't have to have a whole lot of things. You don't have to stand on your head, do jumping jacks, Mm backflips. Just because you believe in me, you will not be put to shame. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Lord. Yeah, there's so much to that. And I think that there's a lot of shame that accompanies people who are discouraged. Yeah. It comes with it. It's like part of the package. That's why this scripture came to my mind. It's like a chicken or egg thing. Yeah. Like what did come first, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so the uh to me the the how we approach the fact that God's promised us is we won't be ashamed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There won't be shame in our lives that and, and that really speaks to no matter what you, no matter what you've done, God is able to forgive, including our unbelief, by the way, right? If we if if we are uh you know uh lack faith, God is faithful. Even when we're not faithful, he's faithful yes. and so it really he's he's opened up the door to no matter where you're at whatever is causing or could be causing d- discouragement he's there to encourage you that he's there to heal that
2: mm-hmm.
1: and there's a but it is letting him in like you were saying you're opening your heart and i liked what you said earlier liz even if you can't bring your soul your mind your intellect your emotions all those things right now into um, place, open up your spirit. Mm-hmm. Just open it, just be God, you can speak to me. And, and when you speak to my spirit, it goes past my intellect, past my understanding, mm-hmm. past my feelings, past everything that I control like that right smack down into the part of me that communicates the absolute best with you mm-hmm. that hears you uh, specifically and clearly without any, you know, ambiguity there's that's, that's our spirit. That's how we commune with him. That's our communication with Him. And I, I just hear the Lord, you know, saying to someone out there, Hey, don't be ashamed. Like yeah. I you. Gotcha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I saw him just putting his robe mm-hmm. around
2: someone. And saying, whoever believes in me will not be put to shame. Yeah. Because it's really saying, whoever trusts me. Yeah. And it's like he's looking at you saying, trust me. I'm not out to expose you. Mm -hmm. I'm not out to sell you short. Right. I'm not out to cut your knees out. I'm not out to prank you. I'm not out to disappoint you. I'm not out to just show you all your mistakes to everybody. I'll vindicate you. Yeah. I'll actually stand up for you. I'll put my, my covering over you. And just trust me. Just trust my heart. Because a lot of times we do feel like that. Like, oh, I put all my effort towards this religious thing or towards God or this mm-hmm. this ministry. And I'm just, you know, I'm falling on my face. I'm getting exposed. I'm looking like a failure. And he's like, why don't you trust me? Yeah. <laughs> you not just like look at the results that you can see now. Mm-hmm. But understand, like, I died to put a robe of righteousness around you. And that's that's the encouragement. Like whoever will trust in him. Will be vindicated. Will be shown off in a good way, like yeah. to be a, a trophy of his glory. Yeah. You're, that's what he has destined for you, to be his poema, his masterwork. Yeah, not a broken vessel. Absolutely. So I, you know, that's that's just what came to my mind as well.
0: It's mm. mm. good stuff. <laughs> God honors faith.
1: What do you got there for us, Liz?
0: I just. Um, I have Psalm 23, which I know we're like, oh, Psalm 23. Like I love Psalm 23. Every, it's, you
2: know, yeah, it's one of my favorite. <laughs> every,
0: You know, junior church kid memorizes it, but it is. And I think sometimes we just forget about it because we're like, oh, Psalm 23. We know what that is. Not but when you
2: have a nightmare. That's when I say it.
0: Is, is it? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just been so like present for me um, for a while now. Uh, so I'm just going to read it. Um, the Lord mm. is my shepherd. I shall not want. You anoint my head with oil, and my cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever.
2: Yeah.
0: And it's uh, it's such, to me, just such a picture of the personal care of the Lord um, that he yeah. is so intentional about the way he leads us and not just leading us, but caring for our souls, um, through every step, um, restoring our soul. Like what a good God that He would care about restoring our soul, leading us into places that are um, we can get what the the food that we need and the water that we need. Um, he anoints our head with oil. He fills our cup to overflowing. He comforts us um, in in dark places and um, difficult places to walk. He prepares food for us and sets a table for us, even in the presence of our enemies, which is such a rejoicing thing, you know, um, mm. but that there's a, um, to me, the, the idea of no matter where I walk, goodness and mercy are with me. And no, ma- mm. <laughs> and no matter actually where I am, I am meant to dwell in the house of the Lord forever there's uh there's just something uh i don't know just very personal very intimate about this this passage here and the goodness of the lord the strength of the lord the the watchful eye of the lord the tender hand of the lord the delivering power of the lord there's his care um for each one of us so uh, be encouraged today, and I just speak that to your spirit. Be encouraged today that the Lord is a good shepherd, and uh He is walking with you. He is walking with you, and He is preparing things for you. And I just I just want to go to my next one real quick here because it talks about the preparation of the Lord, and this is out of John 14, um, verses one through three, and this is something that has just been like I feel like I'm quoting it all the time now because there's something in it mm. so powerful for me um, and for, I believe for the, his church. But he says, "'Let not your hearts be troubled. Mm-hmm. "'You believe in God, believe also in me. "'In my mm-hmm. Father's house are many mansions. "'If it were not so, I would have told you. "'I go to prepare a place for you. "'And if I go and prepare a place for you, "'I will come again and receive you unto myself, "'that where I am, there you may be also.'" And I know we um we understand this that Jesus has gone before us, you know, into the kingdom of of heaven and he's preparing a place, but I believe it speaks so much more to us about that about the intentionality of God that wherever we walk, he's actually gone ahead of us and prepared a place for us. And it's so that we can be with him where he is. Mm-hmm. And I it just like for me anyway brings such a security that Wherever I'm walking, whatever it is that's ahead of me, whatever is in front of me, Jesus has already gone there and made room and prepared a place and furnished it and set a table. And it's not just for me like to do great things for him. It's so that where He is, I can be there with him. And to me that is like, that's been keeping my life lately, actually, just this understanding of we have a God who goes ahead of us and prepares things for us. That again, we're not just wandering into something. We are not just like blindly feeling our way through this thing called life. Like we are walking on a path that has been prepared for us. And even like we were telling, it may not be the easiest thing, but guess what? He's there. He's there. and he's And the whole goal of it is so that where I am, you can be with me. So those two things together have just been like, mm-hmm. I don't know, it's just been like the position of my soul, just like sitting in these, <laughs> these mm-hmm. passages for quite a while now, just thinking about the preparation of the Lord and how intentional He is um, to, and how determined He is to have us with Him.
1: Yeah. Wow. Wow. You know, I wanted to say, um, (laughs) when you you started reading out of Psalms, I closed my eyes. Both of those scriptures also, you know, out of John 14 is very personal to me. I mean, on an extreme level, okay, for very specific things. But the Psalms thing, I've never shared with anybody. But when I first came to Jesus, every day when I would walk out to my, I had a van at the time to go to work, Mm -hmm. I would get in the van, start it up. And or even before I started up, I would just sit there and I would recite that psalm mm. to to myself, to my own soul, uh, thinking about him being my shepherd, you know, and and just being with him and him being with me, and it's so um, you know I was brand new to the Lord, I didn't know anything at all now i know less <laughs> but I was like I, you know uh, the but it it i re, uh, like i hadn't thought about it for years mm-hmm. but when you were reading it i was like whoa i'm back there in the van just in that place with him and how he kept me you know i was just coming out of the world lots of things yeah. lots of changes and um all of a sudden god yeah. because of his word he you know he encouraging me and i believe it actually like i said when i when you were reading it it just immediately brought me back to the time i remember the strength that i got from those times the because of the encouragement mm-hmm. the courage to walk cuz for me everything was different mm. nothing was the same my whole life had changed the people i knew were different everything mm-hmm. was completely different than the way i was used to being so it's uh there's a lot of you know you know, you're not sure, right. <laughs> you know, you don't know what you're facing in life. Like, what, do, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm now embarking down a road that I've never been near, not even close to it, actually. And I remember that those scriptures just so every day, I, I don't even, no one ever told me to do it. It just happened, I guess. Yeah. But I remember for months and months and months doing that every day mm-hmm. and how that scriptures just, he just like watered my heart. For that time, Um yeah, that was so good. Yeah. <laughs> was like, but, that psalm is such a gift. Like if you yeah. don't, if you don't
2: have it memorized, they just encourage you to memorize yeah. it because yeah, I can't tell you. I, I probably will pray it once a day. <laughs> it's like I love that that you uh, brought that one because it, it'll always encourage your heart, even if, whenever you're facing fear. I think it's like yeah. such an antidote of fear yeah. because the Lord's with you and He's your shepherd and um. Yeah, man. I. Yeah, I right. can't say enough about about that. Well, and its yeah. its power is I'm, so crazy.
0: I mean, he. I just want to like say this again, as you're listening. He cares about the state of your soul. Right. I like. You need to hear that. He's not just um having you just press on. Oh, just suck it up. Just keep going. You know what I'm saying? Like he's he's there to restore. He understands that our souls get depleted. As we're walking through hard things, like mm-hmm. it has an effect on us, it has an effect on our, it has an effect on our mind, it has an effect on our emotions, it has an effect on our, on our physical bodies. That's it right. has an effect on us. And he's, he's telling us, I see those things and I care for that, and I've made provision for them. Like this is, this is actually uh, my intention is to lead you, is to care for those things, not just to drive you forward. Right. He's not just like beating you forward. Like, well, just keep going. Just keep going. Your face should be enough for this. Like what, what's your problem? Why is that affecting you? Like he's so, he's so tender and he cares for the state of our souls. And, um, he wants us, he wants to feed us. He wants to prepare, uh, good things for us. Even while we're staring down, uh, things that are trying to take our life. <laughs> you know what? It, like you're, these enemies here, they're not just like, they're yeah. there to annoy. They're there to take someone's life. And he's saying even in the face of that, come and sit. Come sit with me. Let me feed you. You don't have to bring anything. Right. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to bring anything to the table. Just come and sit. Yeah. I've prepared it for you. Come and receive from me. Let me restore you. Let me anoint you again. You're mm-hmm. feeling dry? Like, let me anoint your heart again. Let me anoint your eyes to see again. Let me anoint your ears to hear again. Let me wash your feet. Like, this is the God that we serve. Mm-hmm. And he's there to encourage us when our courage is gone. That's, right. That's yeah. who he is.
2: In the middle of the noise, lay down in green pastures. Listen to the sound of the the waters, right? Rest. Yeah. There, there's rest. and He And it's not like... Hey, you know you're not going to walk through any valley. Like he's he's with you in the valley. He's going in it with you. You know,
1: and um, yeah, there's so much about that. You You know, know like I said, those scriptures that you know, I hope people are listening and hear your heart because it will just keep their heart and. It, just this uh, welcoming of the Lord. Yeah. Uh, this, like, uh, when I think about it, when I read those scriptures, like I say, they 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 ruin your heart <laughs> in a good way, mm-hmm. because you know here's like, hey, hey, I've got this table prepared for you, right. and I prepared it. I didn't send my servants to do it. I took care of it. It's like when he's right before he's leaving for heaven. Hey, I. Got the fish cooking. Okay. I got I got the table for you guys. He it's him. It's how he is as a as a good father. And uh, he's 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 there and he's like, I'm setting this up right in the middle, right in the face of your enemies. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, he didn't say they disappeared. He's right. like right there, right in the middle. He's like, hey, this is for my son, this is for my daughter. Mm-hmm. You can sit, you can just stand there and watch us eat together, <laughs> you know, and he's, it's, and it's just crazy because, and I just hear, you know, as you were speaking earlier, I just heard the Lord just saying, you know, that they, they, they have a lot of enemies out there. Enemies, they're, the first thing they're going to want to do is discourage you. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and so this is, we're talking about true. encouragement, the first th- the the thing your enemy wants to do is discourage you because if you can be discouraged you will not fight mm-hmm. yeah and so my next scripture if we want to go oh, on well. to there i don't know take a deep breath everybody out there <laughs> psalms 46:1 god is our refuge and strength mm-hmm. a very present help in trouble mm-hmm. wow <laughs> God, it's not okay. He's there and he's present. Like I said, in the presence of my enemies, I, you know, I didn't know the scripture you're yeah. going to bring up, but he's preparing that table in the presence of our enemy. He's a very present help. He's like, I got this here. Mm-hmm. I'm setting up my conditions for your well being, mm-hmm. I'm setting up my conditions for your encouragement right in the face of your enemies. And I'm doing that because I so care for you. Mm-hmm. I so love you and want you to know how much of a son and a daughter you are to me and nothing separates you from that. Nothing can. And it just, I just I just love it. And so we, uh, our choir, we used to sing this song. So you know, yeah. God is my refuge, a very present help in time trouble. You know, but let everybody else around you, the heathen, let them rage. <laughs> you know, there's turmoil is all. And that's in our. I mean, he's really speaking to our souls because there's a lot of times out there that you know, in the, when he was this scripture was written, there was also literal people there. But for us, there's. Things are raging all around us mm-hmm. all the time. It's mm-hmm. the world we live in, mm-hmm. and God's like, um, I got you. Yeah. Be still and know that yeah. I am God.
2: Yes. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah, I'll do, I'll do hmm. mine. Um, <laughs> Hebrews twelve twenty two through 24, it says, You have come to Mount Zion mm. in the city of the living God heavenly Jerusalem, and to innumerable angels in festal gathering, and to the assembly of the firstborn who are enrolled in heaven, and to God, the judge of all, and to the spirits of the righteous made perfect, and to Jesus, the mediator of a new covenant, and the sprinkled blood that speaks a better word than the blood of Abel. This speaks to the reality of your situation with God versus how it appears from an earthly perspective. Mm. And how your situation may appear is, um, man, you're just in trouble. Like You're you're outcast. You're discouraged. You're down. You feel condemned. But the heavenly reality is so much more different. The heavenly reality is that you have come to Mount Zion, the city of God. You've come into his kingdom. You've come in to, to be a son or daughter of the living God. You're actually called one of the assembly of the firstborn that have the name of God, the the inheritance of God the double portion going to the firstborn. That's you. You might be a third child. You might be a 12th kid, <laughs> but to God, you're firstborn. And you're in his assembly with myriads and millions of angels and festal party clothes. Like you're, you're in this heavenly celebration with God, the judge of all, with Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant, with the spirits of righteous men made perfect. That's another reality, those that are in the cloud of witnesses, Mm-hmm. that have gone, that maybe you've um, you've experienced death or loss, and there's a place that you've entered in the Spirit where they are also. The spirits of just men made perfect. There is an eternal communion of the saints, and there's this blood, this blood of Jesus that speaks a better word than the blood of Abel mm-hmm. because the blood of Abel, who was killed by his brother, that blood spoke vengeance, It cried out from the ground of who's going to avenge this murder? Who's going to come and punish this sin? But the blood of Jesus cries out, I have atoned. Mm -hmm. It cries out mercy, not condemnation. And so the reality is you may be feeling like a failure. You may be feeling like you're trapped in a sin. Uh, You may be feeling like you're trapped in some generational cycle. Um, you may be feeling that you deserve to be cut off from God, that you're not a good Christian, that the gospel doesn't work for you, but the blood of Jesus is the reality. And the blood of Jesus speaks mercy, wholeness, peace, forgiveness. It speaks a new creation. That's who you are. You're enrolled in the assembly of the righteous before God. You have come to this, and you will come into the fullness of it. If you've only tasted a little bit of it through salvation, this is one day, this heavenly Jerusalem, it says in Revelation, is coming down as a bride from heaven. Hmm. And this is going to be consummated and expanded to fill the heavens and the earth. This reality, this truth of our saved status and and our just position with God as his firstborn, his assembly, this is only going to grow. This is This is the eternal reality. And this is from the word of God. And like Liz was saying, we can... We can have a mindset where this doesn't seem real to us we can have a mindset where we don't receive encouragement where we hear something like this and we go oh okay well yeah i guess you know i believe that intellectually but to allow the holy spirit to speak to you and say i am your salvation you are a son of god he'll testify that this is true I like read it back later at the end of this podcast or pause pause the podcast as you're listening and ask yourself Is this my reality? Do I know that mercy is the verdict over my life? Not death, not condemnation, not shame. That's not the verdict. The verdict over you as one that believes in Jesus is righteous. It's perfect in the sight of God. It's loved, it's chosen, it's adopted. So I wanted to put out this as an encouragement that what we feel in our emotions is not the spiritual reality. And so just to match this up to your mind and say, this is who I really am. This is what God has given me through his grace. Um, I'm a citizen of the heavenly Jerusalem.
0: (laughs) Mm It's good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's so much in Hebrews, I think, Mm -hmm. (laughs) actually about the unseen kingdom Mm -hmm. and that being the the truest reality, which we have to have that focus. Otherwise we we walk around (laughs) in discouragement probably all the time Mm -hmm. um, because you could, Looking at what's around you, it's easy um, to lose heart. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like Jesus says, take heart, I've overcome the world. Mm-hmm. That yes. there is a reality that supersedes the reality of this earth. That there's a reality of the kingdom of God and our position in it because Jesus made a way for us. So mm-hmm. we can't come in boldly, right? There's places where we have access to in, um, in eternal places. And sometimes that is the only thing you can hang on to is that the everything around me may look crazy right now. And I if I was looking at all of this, I would despair mm-hmm. even of life itself. But I know that there is an eternal, Place that I belong, that I have been seated in, that I have a father, that I have a family that is full of goodness and light and that will never uh, fade away. And there's mm-hmm. nothing that can be robbed of me in that place. Like there's treasures that I have in heaven and he is there, right? And like he's, like we said, he's made a, a place for me there and I belong. And yeah. I don't know, it's like some of those eternal realities, we have to grab a hold of that. That was what David did. I believe it when he was. When well, it says David encouraged himself in the Lord, he was grabbing a hold of eternal realities over temporary circumstances. Because right. everything in his life was was bad. You know, like people... Yeah, burned. People wanted to kill him. He was like, he's running for his life. Every promise that God made him was in, in question, it seemed like, was not possible for it to happen. Mm-hmm. But he grabbed a hold of eternal realities and said, I don't care what I see around me. This is... This is what God spoke to me. And it's like he said, uh, when it says that he encouraged himself, like he grabbed onto it and pulled himself up. Mm-hmm. That's actually what that means. He encouraged mm-hmm. himself in the mm-hmm. Lord and his soul and his spirit grabbed onto the eternal realities and pulled the rest of him along. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so good. Yeah. You wanna, we want yeah. to uh, pray this and this does infuse you with courage today it, we know that the word of yeah. God, when he sends it, it accomplishes its work. Right. And so we pray that this is accomplishing the work of encouragement inside of you right now, and that what is inside of you will be worked out yes. into the rest of you. It's okay if it starts as a seed form. Mm. It's all right. Just receive it that way, and it will grow. It will grow. So cool. And um, the, what's the life of God that is in you will become manifest, in your soul and in your body. We speak it to you now by the name of Jesus Christ. Be encouraged today, be strengthened in the inner man, and believe and trust Mm. that everyone who believes in him will not Mm. be put to shame. Mm. You will not receive shame for your faith. So we speak it over you today in the name of Jesus. That's right. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us. Be sure to subscribe to get the latest episode. And for more information, visit spiritschoolofministry.com.